Welcome back to the Brokest Guy in the Room. Uh, this episode is uh, about the illusion of control. Um, so often we set out and, you know, there's an old phrase that, uh, that God laughs when man plans. And if there's one thing I've learned to be absolutely true, it's that there, you can't be rigid in your plans. You definitely can't be rigid in your plans because uh, our expectations, when our expectations meet our experience, you know, you could call that being happy or finding happiness. When our expectations are let down or are not what occur, um, that can that can lead to disappointment. That can lead to feelings of anger. That can lead to so many different things that are not what we intend. My life has been so filled with changes, so filled with surprises, with unexpected circumstances, um, that if at any point, <laughs> looking back down the road, if at any point down the road uh, I, I had been rigid in my plans or... Um, you know, dead set on the destination that I had chosen, I most certainly would not be the person that I am today. I most certainly would not be here. Um, and of course, by here, I mean chasing my dreams on the other side of the world uh, while still being so fortunate to have a loving wife at home and in a home base filled with people who love and support me uh, and an opportunity to, you know, build something here that serves back home and vice versa. In essence, a beautiful cycle of perpetual growth. And what's incredible about the whole thing is not only did I not think that a life like this was for me, I didn't think I deserved it. I wouldn't have even dared to dream about it, let alone say that I wanted, admit it to myself. But it's always been what I dreamed of. I always dreamed of finding a way uh, to be able to see the world, to travel, to meet people all over the world, to experience different cultures, to fall in love with the different cultures and the different places. To know what it all feels, smells, tastes, and sounds like. And I'm so grateful for all of the times that I'd been proven wrong by the universe. I'm so grateful for every scar on this body. I'm so grateful for every circumstances, for every circumstance that at the time I would have defined as a tragedy. I'm so grateful for all the pain. I'm so grateful for all the tears. I'm so grateful for every single part of it. And the reason that I am choosing to share this with you is because I think it's critical for all of us. I think it's, it's that, that 
point of precipice. It's that awakening, right? The moment that we realize that life is not happening to us, but happening for us, we can be free to begin living the life that we were meant to. And as a man who is living that life now, I can tell you it's fucking incredible and it's so worth doing. I wish I could have opened my eyes sooner. I wish I could have gotten out of my own way years ago, but that was not how it was intended to be. Oh yeah, I had a plan. I had a plan for everything. I had it all planned out from when I was just a kid. The number of dreams that I, I grasped onto and I thought so surely were mine and that I felt them die and I mourned the loss of them and I thought never again. So many times I even told myself, how dare you dream like that? How dare you make us want that? I think the first time, uh, when I was younger, I got real big, uh, well, obviously. I started writing poetry when I was 13, uh, thanks to my sixth grade teacher, uh, Miss Planacek. I'll never forget it. Uh, she gave us a poetry assignment. It's the first time I ever even heard of poetry or thought about it. Uh, but what I saw in it was an opportunity for an easy A. You know, so she, she gave us an assignment. I sat down in about 10 minutes, busted out a few stanzas, handed it to her. And she handed it right back to me and told me it wasn't done. And I was furious because what I had put out was better than what anybody else had. But that wasn't the point, now was it? Didn't matter what anybody else did. The expectations of others were not the expectation placed upon me. And at the moment, I thought this was unfair. I thought it was so damn unfair. But had she not pushed me to write more on that, that very piece of poetry would not end up being published and would not end up be what provided the gateway for me to read my poetry at Disneyland and read in front of thousands of people and meet thousands of people from all over the world. It was the first time in my life, and I got to taste it so young, what it feels like to be special. I mean, I know you could say we're all special, but you know what I mean. It's different when you tell yourself you're special. It's different when, you know, the people you love you tell you you're special. It's different when thousands and thousands and thousands of strangers come flocking to you to tell you just how special you are. You know, sometimes, even though what they see is the same as the people closest to you, you're not going to hear it the same way you would from the people closest to you. Right, that's kind of a universal truth. Reminds me of the phrase, you'll never be famous in your own hometown. And so, at that point, I thought that's what I was going to do with the rest of my life. I thought I was going to be, I, I even had opportunities open up to be in movies. I had opportunities to write for people like Madonna. Uh, and at that point, my father actually stepped in and had me uh, turn it down. He told me no because he wanted to, pr to protect and preserve my childhood and, and my growth that way. And so I bitterly swallowed that pill and I put down my pen for years. I stopped writing. I, I mean, I figured what the fuck was the point? 
but that's a story for another day. The point that I, the takeaway from all that is, um, that every door that closes leads to another one opening. And just because it's not what you thought it, you thought you wanted at the time doesn't mean it's not something you want more than you could have ever dreamed or you will want more than you could have ever dreamed. I always say to me, this was, this was the great epiphany that changed my life was realizing that it is ever so critical that you receive every gift and I will call them gifts, whether it be masked in the form of tragedy or, or great success, you treat it all with equal gratitude because it is a gift along with every breath that we take. Even though some breaths can be painful, still a gift. I, uh, I happen to be a teacher of Bikram yoga and a, and a daily practitioner of Bikram yoga. And I can tell you that, uh, so Bikram's practiced in a room that's roughly 105 degrees uh, Fahrenheit with about 85% humidity. It is brutal. And the postures that you get into are brutal. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's hard to explain. And at the end of these classes, every breath that you take is painful. And all you can think about is getting to the cold air or getting refreshed. But nonetheless, that air would never feel so good if it weren't for the torture you went through to get there. And that's why during the class, it's not, that's not what you go for. You go to survive the class so that you can celebrate the end. And it feels incredible. When we are given these gifts, we have a choice to make. Perhaps you're given a gift that at the time you think is something you don't want. You might even be upset by it. Now you have a choice to make. If you chose to disregard that gift, uh, the donor of said gift may never want to give you another one again. And that gift they gave you might have been something so beautiful you couldn't have possibly imagined it. I've told this story before on this podcast, uh, but, but there's an old, an old tale about a king who had three daughters. And he asked of these three daughters tribute uh, in the form of a gift. And uh, each one, uh, one gave him uh, a beautiful statue and the other had a, had a, a symphony uh, created for him. And the youngest daughter, who he happened to love the most, gave him salt. And he was so outraged by the salt that he cast her out and told her he never want to see her again. Now, what happened to her was she would go out through slavery, rise up, and become a great chef. And years later, the father would be having a like ceremony to celebrate his birthday and unknowingly would hire this great chef. And she still knew, of course, this is her father. And so to teach the ultimate lesson, she prepared all the meat without, you guessed it, salt. And on the first bite, the father wept, realizing the significance of the gift that he had disregarded. 
And that, to me, is a tale uh, that took me years to properly comprehend. And I'm so grateful uh, that I was able to do so because it's another one of those things that taught me a lesson uh, that continues to teach me every day. No question. Life is truly a celebration when you are gracious to receive it. Or it can be a painful experience. What's remarkable is the only difference between the two circumstances is really a matter of perception. And enduring the journey becomes a matter of one's will. I can tell you, just like any human being, my will is not always there. There are times when I have been at dark places and not only did I not have the will, I didn't want it anymore. In the darkness, it's often easy to not see everything as it is. You start to think things that you think you know. But you don't. And if you choose to let those thoughts define your reality, then that will absolutely be your reality. See, we are such powerful beings that what we think will become real, whether we want it to or not. Now, there's only one thing in there that we have control over, and that's what we choose to think. And that, that is the greatest lesson that this life has given me. And it has been the the guiding light, the beacon that has changed me as a human being from somebody who basically hated every fiber of his own being to somebody who absolutely loves every fiber of his own being and who wakes up every day looking forward to the opportunity to share it with other people and help other people find that light. I'm not sure that I would have ever found it on my own, uh, but the universe's will is stronger than mine. And it's another thing I'm so grateful for. I'm so grateful for all of the punishing lessons that it's offered me. I've had more near-death experiences than any person should. But in surviving every one of those experiences, I was given a gift of a story to tell and a lesson to learn from and one to impart, to share with other people. And then I get the opportunity to watch them grow and to heal And that gives back more to me than I could have ever dreamed. More than I would ever dare to ask anything or anyone for. Be not rigid in your expectations. Be willing to embrace change because change is a beautiful thing, albeit equally painful at almost every turn. There's a phrase that I live by. It's that all good things are born of discomfort. And 
in light of that realization, I seek out the discomfort and I encourage you to do the same because that's where you will find growth and that's where you will find your path to becoming your greatest self. And whatever hardship stands in the way, you don't let it be an impasse, you just treat it as an obstacle. And as you overcome that obstacle, you will find the reward in every step. Life can be really intimidating if you try and look at the whole picture. But it becomes a whole lot simpler when you focus simply on the step in front of you and you take that step and then you do it again and you do it again. And then it's not long that you turn around and look back and find yourself in absolute awe of what you accomplished and how far you'd come. And I challenge you at that moment to have the audacity to express regret, or disappointment. It truly is all a gift, but it will only be that if you allow yourself to perceive it. Be willing to be wrong because when it comes between us and the universe, yeah, yeah, we're gonna be wrong most of the time. But I've never been so glad to be so wrong at every turn because every time that I was proven wrong, I learned a lesson that changed me, that helped me grow. Like the sunshine and the water on a seed planted in the ground, something starts to come to life. As I look back on this journey, the past couple years, the amount of pain endured was tremendous. And had any of it shown me mercy, the outcome would most certainly be something completely different. And speaking as a man who is in love with his circumstances, and I'm so grateful that didn't happen. What a wonderful thing it is to realize just how lucky and fortunate you are and that reality should be and can be the reality for all of us no matter how painful the circumstances. That is what it is to be in love with life. And you realize it when you encounter people who are in circumstances that are unimaginably painful for you. And yet you see them handle it with such grace and find beauty and love in those circumstances. In closing, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share something I wrote uh, just moments ago. Um, it's called The Illusion of Control. Incredible how the universe never ceases to surprise. We make our plans and do our dance so that we can feel alive until a sudden change removes all the illusions of control, sending our plans and expectations tumbling down the rabbit hole. For some, the fall is lethal, while others find in it a thrill. 
the difference being made by the strength of a victim's will. Though it isn't what's expected, it is exactly what we need. A chance for some to heal and grow. A choice for some to simply bleed. In pain, I found a purpose I didn't think I could reveal. My own fears of perseverance made every effort to conceal an outcome that lay beautifully just outside my comfort zone. The place that I was destined to one day call my home. But first, I would be stripped of all the comforts that I knew, be shown the fallacy in everything that I thought was true. To accept that I was not then who I was surely meant to be. To let that version die so I could set the other free. I don't think that I can call it loss for never will I mourn. For if not for that sacrifice, I'd not have been reborn. If not for all the pain survived, I might be paralyzed by fear. Had I not traveled through that haze, then I could never see this clear. Though it's hard expressing gratitude for the hardships in this life, I know there's always wrongs that play a part in every right. The road is not as I'd have wished it, but nonetheless, it is my own. I thought I knew where I was going before I found my way back home. Until the next time, my friends, uh, with love and gratitude to you all, this is Chris Kushner, the brokest guy in the room. Namaste. Namaste.